Welcome back. This is Wellness with Sinelia. Continue reading chapter 12. Attract not repel wealth. Mental attitude. Whoever you are, regardless of your age, your education, or your occupation, you can attract wealth. You can also repel it. We say attract, don't repel wealth. In this chapter, tells you how you can make money. Would you like to be rich? Be truthful with yourself. Of course you would. Or are you afraid to be rich? Ask yourself those two questions. Perhaps you're seeking because of this. You don't try to acquire wealth. If this be the case, just remember the experience of Milo C. John about whom you read in chapter 2. Or if you are a patient in a hospital, you can attract wealth by engaging in study, thinking, and planning time as George Stiffek did. In a hospital bed, he think. Time after time, as we have studied the careers of successful men and women, we have discovered that they did their own success from the day they pick up a self-improvement book. Never underestimate the value of a book. Books are tools providing inspiration which can launch you into a bold new program and which can also light the dark day that any such program entails. Just the fact was convalescing at the Veteran Administration Hospital in Hines, Illinois. There he discovered by accident the value of thinking time. Financially, he was broke. While George was convalescing, he had a great deal of time on his hands. There was not too much to do except read and think. He read, think, and grow rich, and he was ready. An idea occurred to him. Many laundries George knew folded newly iron shirt over a piece of cupboard to keep the shirt stiff and free from wrinkles. By writing a few letters, George learned that those shirts would cost the laundries about four dollars per thousand. His idea was to sell the boards for a dollar a thousand. However, each one would carry an advertisement. The advertisers would, of course, pay for the space and George would make a profit. George had an idea and he tried to make it work. When he left the hospital, he got into action. New in the advertising field, he had his problems, but he finally developed successful sales techniques through what 
others turns trial and error and we turn trial in success judge continued to custom he had studied in the hospital to engage in study thinking and planning time each day even when judge's business was moving ahead swiftly he decided to increase his sales by increasing the efficiency of his service the shirt boards when we drawn from the shirts were not retained by the laundry's customers now he asked himself the question how can i get families to keep the shirt board with the advertisements on them the solution flashed into his mind what did he do on one side of the shirt board he continued to print an advertisement in black and white or in colors on the other side he added something new an interesting game for the children a delicious recipe for the wife or a provocation crossroad puzzle for the whole family judge tells about one husband who complained that his laundry bill had gone up in a sudden inaccountable way then he discovered that his wife was pending in shirts to the laundry which ordinarily he could have worn another day just to get more of George's recipe <laughs> but just did not stop there he was ambitious he wanted to expand his business till further again he asked himself the question how 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 and he found the answer judge gave the entire dollar per thousand he received from the lunges to the american institute of laundering the institute in turn recommend that each member help himself and his trade association by using judge shirts board exclusively and those judge made another important discovery the more you give of that which is good and desirable the more you get now a carefully planned taking time a session brought judge considerable wealth he discovered that a time apart is essential to any successful attraction of riches it is an acquired <clears throat> it is inquired that our best idea occur to us don't make the mistake of believing that by a frantic kind of dashing around you are being your most effective and efficient self don't assume that you are wasting time when you take time out for thoughts thought 
is the foundation upon which all else is built by men. Now, it is not necessary for you to go to a hospital to establish the habit of reading good motivating books to think or to make plans. And your thinking, study, and planning sessions need not to be lengthy. If you invest only 1% of your time in a study, thinking, and planning session, it will make an amazing difference in the speed with which you reach your goals. Your day has 1,440 minutes in it. Invest 1% of that time in a study, thinking, and planning session, and you will be astonished at what those 14 minutes do for you. For it may surprise you to find that when you develop this habit, you will receive constructive ideas almost any time or anywhere you might be. While doing the dishes or riding the bus or while taking a bath, be certain to use two of the greatest yet simplest working tools ever invented. Tools used by genuine like Thomas Edison, a pencil and a piece of paper. For he always had handy paper and pencil. And those you, like him, will record the ideas that come to you day or night. Another requirement to attract wealth is to learn how to set your goal. It is important for you to understand this. Few people, even when they realize its importance, really understand how to set a goal, learn how to set your goals. There are four important things to keep in mind. We'll be right back. The four important things to keep in mind. The first one is write down your goal. You will then begin to crystallize your thinking. The very act of thinking as you write will have a tendency to create an indelible impression in your memory. B. Give yourself a deadline. Specify the time for achieving your objective. This is important in motivating you. Set out in the direction of your goal and keep moving forward. Nessie, set your standard high. Now, there seems to be a direct relationship between ease in achieving a goal and the strength 
of your motives. You have discovered for yourself in chapter 9 how to motivate yourself at will and in chapter 10 how to motivate others. And the higher you set your mere goal, generally speaking, the more concentrate will be the effort you make to achieve it. The reason? Logic will make it mandatory that you at least aim at an intermediate objective as well as an intermediate one. So aim higher and then have immediate and intermediate step leading towards it achievement. The following question should stimulate your thinking. Where will you be and what will you be doing 10 years from today if you keep doing what you are doing now? D. Aim high. It is a peculiar things that no more effort is required to aim high in life, to demand prosperity and abundance, then is required to accept misery and poverty. I bargain with life for a penny, and life would pay no more. However, I beg at evening when I counted my scanted store. For life is a just employer. It gives you what you ask. But once you have set the wages, why you must bear the task? I work for a menial hire only to learn dismay that any wage I had asked of life, life would have willingly paid. You have to be bold enough to ask of life more than you may. Right now, feel you are worth because it is an observable fact that people tend to rise to meet demands that are put upon them. While it is exceedingly desirable that you, your blueprint, your program from beginning to end, this is not always feasible. One does not always know all the answers between the beginning of a great enterprise or journey and its ending. But if you know where you are and where you want to be and you start from where you are to get to where you want to be, you will. If you keep properly motivated, move forward step by step until you get there. You will get there. Take that first step. The important things after setting a goal is taking action. A six, three years old, a 63 years old grandmother, Miss Charles Philippia, 
decided that she was going to walk from New York City to Miami, Florida. She reached Miami and while there was interviewed by newspapermen. They wanted to know if the idea of such a long journey on foot had not threatened her. How did she ever summon courage to make such a journey with her feet as her only mode of travel? It does not take courage to take one step, replied Mr. Philippe. And that's all I did really. I just took one step and then I took another step and then another and then another and then another. Here I am. Yes, you must take that first step. It makes no difference how much thinking and study time you spend. It will avail you little unless you also act. One of the authors was introduced to a man in Phoenix, Arizona, by a friend. It was a rather odd introduction. Meet the man who received a million dollar cash for a gold mine and now has the million dollars and also owned the mine. How in the world did you manage such a thing? Came the question. Ask with considerable awe. Oh, I had an idea, but I did not have any money. I did it. I did have a pick and a shovel. So I took my pick and my shovel and went out to make my idea a reality. He responded. And then it occurred to me if I would search for a gold mine and dig around the vein, should I find a mine? One of the large mining corporation could afford to walk the mine whereas I will not have the necessary capital. You know, mining machinery costs money today. So I searched for and found a vein of gold. Every indication was that I had made a very rich track. I sold it for $2 million. The terms were a million dollars in cash and a first mortgage of million of a million dollars. While mining operations were underway, the vein ran out. I informed the owners of the mining company that if they wanted to abandon the mine, I would take it back and cancel the mortgage. They accepted. So you see, I got a million dollars cash for the mine and still have the million dollars in the mine. Wealth repelled with enemy. A positive mental attitude will attract wealth, but a negative mental attitude will do just the opposite. With a positive mental attitude, 
you will keep trying until you achieve the world you are seeking. Now, you might start with a positive mental attitude and make your first step forward, yet you may become influenced by the negative side of your talisman and stop when you are just one step from reaching your destination. You may fail to employ one of the 17 success principles. Here's a very good example. Let's call on Men Oscar. In the later part of 1929, he was at the railroad station of Oklahoma City where it was necessary for him to wait several hours for a train connection east. He had spent months in the western desert in temperatures as high as 110 degrees. He was seeking oil for an eastern concern, and he was successful. Oscar was a graduate of MIT. It is said that he had combined the old divining rod, galvanometers, magnetometers, oscillograph, radio tube, and other instruments into a doodle dog for detecting oil deposits. Now, Oscar had received word that the company he represented was insolvent. It had become bankrupt because the president had used the firm large cash resources and speculation in the stock market. The market crashed in late 1929, Oscar was on highway home. He was out of a job, and the outlook was rather dismal. The influence of NMA began to exert a powerful influence on him. Because he had to wait several hours, he decided to occupy himself by setting up his instrument in the railroad station. The reading on his instrument was so high in its positive indication of oil deposit that Oscar in a rage impulsively kicked the instrument and destroyed it. You see, Oscar was frustrated. There could not be that much oil. There could not be that much oil. He shouted repeatedly in disgust. But Oscar was frustrated. He was under the influence of a negative mental attitude. The opportunity for which he had been searching lay at his very feet. He only had to make one step to reach it. But because of the influence of enemy, he refused to recognize it. He lost faith in his own invention. 
Had he been under the influence of PMA, he would have attracted wealth, not repelled it. Applied fit is one of the important 17 success principles. The test of your fit is whether you apply it at the time of your greatest need. NMA had led Oscar to believe that many of the things that he had fit in were wrong. As you recall, the depression brought a fear consciousness into the mind of many persons. Oscar was one. He had worked hard and sacrificed, yet he was out of a job through no fault of his own. The president of his company had been held in high esteem by Oscar, yet this man whom he trusted embezzling the company's funds now the machine that had proved its value in the past seemed to have gone haywire yes oscar was frustrated when oscar boarded the train at the oklahoma city railroad station that day he fell his doodle bug behind and he also left one of the nation's richest oil deposits. A short time later, Oklahoma City was found to be literally floating on oil. Oscar has become a living demonstration of the application of two principles. A positive mental attitude attracts wealth, and a negative mental attitude repelled wealth. Wealth can be acquired on a modest salary, but you may say all this about positive and negative mental attitudes is very fine for someone who's out to make a million dollars. But I'm not really interested in making millions. Of course, I want security. I want enough to live well and take care of the needs I will have someday when I retire. What about me if I am an office employee? What about me when I have just a fair salary? Now, here's our answer. You too can acquire wealth. Wealth enough for security or even wealth enough to become rich in spite of what you say. Just let the PMA influence of your talisman affect your favorable. We'll prove that this can be done and if for some reason you are not fully convinced just read a book the richest man in babylon and then make your first step forward keep going
and you have the financial security or what you are seeking. Now, that's exactly what Mr. Osborne did. Mr. Osborne was a salaried employee, yet he acquired wealth. It was not so many years ago that he retired with the statement, I now spend my time having my money make money for me while I do what I want to do. Again, the principle used by Mr. Osborne is so obvious that it is often unseen. The principle to learn and the one that you also can employ will now be stated in a very few words in reading the richest men in Babylon. Mr. Osborne found that wealth could be acquired if you just have one dime out of every dollar you earn. Each six months, invest your savings in interest of dividend return from those savings and investment. And when you invest, seek expert advice on safe investment. And those you won't gamble and lose your principle. This chapter is for another reading. I hope you have time hanging with me at Wellness with Senelia. As I mentioned before, this podcast is about reading books that will empower your mental attitude. Rather, it's about wealth, health, love, or spiritual. I hope you enjoy your day abundantly. And keep your PMA intact. Be careful now. Watch for enemy. A positive mental attitude will get you wherever you want to be in life. And a negative mental attitude is the one that here come to steal and to take away what God has planned for you. So, I leave you with this word. Keep your positive mental attitude in action to fight your negative mental attitude. And be patient. Little step today, little step tomorrow, will reach your harvest. Have a blessed day.